Hello, welcome everyone. Um, thanks for coming. Um, I want to thank in particular the alders that are here. Um, we're here to release my first capital budget. And I have a few things to say, and um, you all have, uh, I think, the materials, and then we can take some questions. So let me start by saying that every budget is a statement of our values. And my capital budget is rooted in my vision of how Madison can be a great city where everyone has the opportunity to thrive. That vision is not yet fully realized. Uh, housing has become much less affordable for many in our city. Traffic congestion is increasing and families lack affordable transportation options. The impacts of climate change are causing real problems in our neighborhoods and we still have deep racial disparities in opportunity and outcomes in our community. We must and we will meet and overcome these challenges in ways that are innovative and inclusive. My priorities for our great city are clear, affordable housing for all residents, and the expansion of our transit system to ensure fast, reliable, and accessible service. I'm committed to doing this work through the dual lenses of equity and sustainability, and I'm committed to doing it in a fiscally responsible way. For the first time this year, all 192 capital items that were proposed by agencies were required to be connected to an element of our comprehensive plan, Imagine Madison. Each proposed capital item was analyzed through a set of criteria to determine those projects that were the highest priority, demonstrated the highest level of readiness, uh, and also connected to our values around equity and sustainability. I used the feedback from that process to develop my $1.1 billion plan for capital investment over the next six years. We know the capital needs in our growing city are great and that they exceed the financial capacity of what some of our residents can afford. My first capital budget lowers our general obligation debt from what was requested by departments by $116 million. And you can see that in this graph. So we have what was requested, what was adopted in 2019, and what my executive budget does. In crafting the capital budget, we focused on, again, the uh, topics laid out in the comprehensive plan and my priorities. In the area of uh, land use and transportation, we focused on the fact that Madison is a growing city. Um, just a few pieces of information to put that in context. Over the past 20 years, almost 50,000 people have moved into the city. And in the next 30, our region is predicted to add another 100,000. We can't turn the isthmus into a superhighway, uh, so we need transportation options that don't rely on the automobile. And so we need to build uh, on our success as a transit city and grow a more modern transit system that is regional, fast, 
and reliable. Towards this end, my budget includes funding the implementation of the first phase of bus rapid transit uh, by 2024. Bus rapid transit will use dedicated lanes, uh, modern stations, larger buses, and other enhancements to expand service and reduce transit times for metro riders by up to 25%. We're also modernizing the metro headquarter facilities and our really ancient bus barn um, to meet the demand for new buses and to prepare for more electric vehicles while we ensure the health and safety needs of our Metro employees. We're investing in a satellite bus facility to increase our capacity to store buses um, and to prepare for the expanded service with a goal of seeing our annual ridership reach 18 million. We're enhancing the city's pedestrian and bike path infrastructure and expanding our overall path network in the city and we're continuing to make priority investments in our street network. I'm going to turn now to neighborhoods and housing. As Madison grows, the landscape of our housing market and neighborhoods has also changed. From 2007 to 2015, 9 out of 10 new Madisonians were renters. 9 out of 10. And our new development has been primarily in multifamily units. Despite that, we have seen the vacancy rate in our rental market fall from 5.6% to 2.8%, uh, which is contributing to the lack of affordability that we see in the rental market. We need that vacancy rate to get back closer to 5%. And part of the way that we do that to ensure that everyone in Madison has access to affordable housing in complete neighborhoods is by investing in affordable housing. So in this budget, we are creating a new land banking fund uh, that makes a million dollars available annually to acquire parcels of land that can be used for affordable housing and other neighborhood supporting developments. And we are increasing funding for the affordable housing program. And we are continuing to support families who are either purchasing a new home or staying in their homes through existing programs. Turning now to climate issues, uh, we know that our climate is rapidly changing and as weather patterns continue to be increasingly unpredictable, we need to both decrease our climate changing emissions as a city while we prepare for the impacts of climate disruption. This budget does that by continued investment in our sustainability program. Uh, we, in the next year, we will be funding our green power training program, solar installations on city buildings, and purchasing renewable energy credits. It is our goal to increase the city's energy generated from renewable sources by 33% in 2020. We're also increasing investment in flood mitigation projects with an emphasis on using green infrastructure in new ways so that we can dramatically decrease the number of buildings and roadways that flood during extreme rain events. We're making a continued investment in electric vehicles for the city's fleet, which will both reduce our emissions and save significantly on maintenance costs. 
And we are funding, uh, including funding to study ways to keep PFAS and chloride contamination uh, that results from winter salt use out of our wells and our drinking water. Turning to the economy, uh, we know that a strong and diversified economy that works for everyone is critical, um, and it's a critical element to ensuring that Madison continues to grow and thrive. Although we see strength uh, in these areas, there are very real disparities in household income and educational attainment between communities of color and white families. In addition to the investments that we're making in affordable housing, transit, local food access, parks, and libraries, the 2020 Capital Improvement Plan seeks to reverse some of these trends by continuing funding for our Cooperative Business Development Program. This program provides grants and training to cooperatives that are focused on job creation. And in 2020, we will seek to support up to new, uh, six newly incorporated business cooperatives. We are also planning an equity business initiative, providing support uh, for entrepreneurship and business development in communities of color um, and communities that historically face barriers in entering the market. Um, and this uh, program was started under the previous administration, uh, but we haven't yet had the conversations with business owners and entrepreneurs of color that we need to have to adequately plan it. So that planning work will happen in the next year. I want to mention just briefly the public market. Um, the public market is a project that has been debated in the community for a number of years. I recognize the public market's ability to support businesses and to cultivate entrepreneurship, uh, particularly in food-related businesses. So my budget anticipates construction of the public market will continue as planned, but it transfers the city's capital funding share, which is $7.5 million, to revenue from the tax increment district that runs along the East Washington Avenue corridor. And it also calls for the Madison Public Market Foundation to raise an additional half million to complete the project. I feel like this is a more appropriate source of funding for the market because it is related directly to economic development. And it is only fair uh, as we are tightening our belts and sharpening our pencils to ask our partners to share some of that as well. Finally, I want to talk about the ways in which the budget supports effective government. Um, it is our goal to continue uh, to push to an efficient and high-performing government. And the 2020 budget advances these priorities in part by investing in new IT systems, particularly around property assessment and tax systems. These systems will help us ensure that commercial properties pay their fair share of taxes. Um, and we are improving access to city services and increasing employee efficiency and morale uh, by remodeling city office space, most notably the clerk's office, which is um, in not great shape. And we need to make sure as we move into some big elections in the next year um, that the clerk is prepared um, to do that. Together, we will continue to meet our challenges as a city and achieve our priorities. Our vision, my vision, is a Madison that is innovative, inclusive, and thriving. 
I want that vision to be realized for all of our residents. And my 2020 capital budget sets a path towards that goal. Thank you all for being here, and I'm happy to take a few questions. What was the driving force behind um, the Horizons list, and I guess how did that idea come about? So that idea actually originated in the finance department, um, but I think it's uh, actually a brilliant solution to a problem that the capital budget has long had. So often in the past, we would see projects placed into the capital improvement plan as a placeholder. Um, someone was saying, I really hope this happens. Um, so the Horizon List is a place where projects that we are interested in or even committed to can sit until they are fully planned, until we know what their scope is, um, what their price tag is. From the Horizon List, a project could come into the 2021 capital budget directly, or it could come into the capital improvement plan at any point. It's Think of it as a truth in budgeting. Mayor Soglin proposed the week before the election? I anticipate that there will be changes. Again, the major focus here is to speak with entrepreneurs and business owners of color to make sure that we understand the barriers as they perceive them and that we are actually working on things that will help businesses owned um, by folks of color and in some of our disadvantaged neighborhoods. Other questions? So, yeah, I guess how do you think, you know, building the budget around those elements outlined in the Imagine Madison plan um, sort of change the budgeting process or, you know, help make more clear the city's priorities? Yeah, so it was really important to me that we, um, you know, the city did a tremendous amount of work on Imagine Madison. Um, we did a lot of internal work, but we also did a lot of external work reaching out to the community in new ways and I think more effective ways and that allowed us to really understand um, the priorities of the folks that were engaged in the Imagine Madison process. And for a comprehensive plan to be really, truly effective, it can't then just go and sit on a shelf somewhere. Um, so I think the more things that we can do to connect our work back to Imagine Madison, the better. And the more that we can have some accountability around, we heard this in the Imagine Madison process, and now we are doing this as a result, uh, the better. So I think that um, it helped to, it certainly helped me focus on um, where projects fit together and how um, they met the priorities that were identified in the plan. And I think that we'll continue to do more of that over time. Um, I hope that it also has helped the departments and divisions focus on their portions of the comprehensive plan and how they fit into that greater work. Other questions? Mayor, on page 8, Fire Station 10 and North District are listed as separate things. Does that mean that the, the project that was proposed about a year ago about combining a police and fire station is not being considered anymore over by Warner Park? That's correct. Uh, we will move forward separately with the fire station probably in the site that it is in, but it will need some renovations. and. We will be likely looking for another spot for a, a police district on the north side. Any, any idea what the thinking was behind not combining the two as opposed to the proposal last year, which was a larger facility that 
would house, house both agencies? So that was my decision based on feedback that I received from the agencies and what we think will be most effective in service delivery. that the city, you know, work on, you know, its debt. Um, obviously, we saw in the report, you know, that, um, you know, had all requests been funded, I think the share of debt would have been like a 21%, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's obviously a lot of major projects going on. Um, so, so yeah, so I guess in, you know, your own words, how important is it that the city kind of hold the line with its debt share? I think it's really important. And as you can see, this was a focus of the capital budget this year is to constrain our debt service in future operating budgets. Um, it's not easy. There are a lot of capital needs, obviously, but um, we we need to pay attention to the impact on the operating budget. Um, and so we actually spent a fair amount of time um, looking at how to balance the debt load over the entire six-year program um, and to really think about the impacts on the operating budget. Anything else? Just curious because I didn't see it listed here. Is, does law enforcement come in a separate budget or is it just not highlighted in the pages we have here? Uh, it's just not highlighted. It's part of the effective government section. So um, both police and fire have uh, sections in the capital budget. Are there any changes this year as far as expanding either department or reducing or anything of that nature? Uh, there's nothing significant changing, I think. Uh, we didn't give everybody everything they requested in any department, uh, but I, there's no significant changes. Last chance? Okay, thank you all for coming. Appreciate it.